Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about defrosting. Uh, how much do you cook? You know, I have been trying to cook more in this past year or so. I've actually tried to listen to more cooking podcasts of late as well. There's actually a show I was going to mention, but I'll do it a little bit later in the show. Okay, well let's start with this very practical question first. Um, you're not supposed to defrost raw meat in warm water due to harmful bacteria growth, and you're also not meant to leave food out at room temperature for too long without it being refrigerated because of, again, harmful bacteria growth. So why is it that when you go to a buffet, food can sit out for hours under heat lamps and be just fine? Oh, yes, yes. I love buffets. And this is really important to know. So there's a concept in food safety called the danger zone. And it extends from about 40 degrees Fahrenheit to 140 degrees Fahrenheit, or about 5 degrees Celsius to about 60 degrees Celsius. Basically, you can keep food below the lower end of that range or above the upper end for a while without it really going too bad. And the reason is that this is approximately the range of temperatures that the bacteria that causes those foodborne illnesses can tolerate well enough to grow. They can survive in lower temperatures, but they won't grow or will you know, grow very slowly, which is why you can store meat in the fridge for a few days. I see, so what happens at a buffet then? So the food at a buffet is kept actually above 140 degrees Fahrenheit and 60 degrees Celsius, so that whatever bacteria may be present just can't grow effectively. The trays at a buffet usually sit above a pool of very hot water in addition to those heat lamps, which again keeps them all hot. So if this is done as it's supposed to be, it's pretty safe. And actually, you know, it's actually the salad bar at buffets that are usually the biggest source of foodborne illnesses, not the hot foods. That's an interesting point. And it's not just about the temperature, there's also another component, right? That's right. It's not just about temperature. It's also about time. It's about how long the food spends at that said temperature. So it is a totally controllable risk in a well-managed buffet. Food in the danger zone is rotated out and removed, or, or at least should be, inside of any of those food safety time windows. So as the food gets to about three to four hours total time spent in the danger zone, it is then disposed of because it's just no longer safe. So it's quite common to leave meat out to defrost at room temperature before cooking it. Um, but is this a bad idea then, based on what you're saying? So yes, it is a bad idea. But a very common mistake, it turns out. There are a lot of options for defrosting meat. And you just named the one thing you should never do. Don't thaw meat at room temperature. The USDA says perishable foods should never be thawed on the counter or in hot water and must not be left at room temperature for more than two hours. So even though the center of the package may still be frozen as it thaws on the counter, the outer layer of the food could be in the danger zone that we just talked about. Are you saying that above the danger zone at hotter than 60 degrees, uh, you're completely safe and you can just leave food then stewing for a much longer time? Yeah, totally. You can take the uh, keep it above the upper end of the range principle really far because temperatures above 140 degrees Fahrenheit and 60 degrees Celsius will really kill almost all bacteria due to that prolonged exposure. This is the principle behind perpetual stews and foods which were effectively cooked for years or decades. 
Uh, since we're on perpetual stews, that reminds me that you said you wanted to tell listeners about a great podcast we've been listening to this week. Oh yes, it's called Didn't I Just Feed You? And it's a candid weekly conversation about cooking for families. It's a wonderful show. Uh, I can vouch for it as well. Obviously for people who like to cook, uh, but also for just those who need practical tips on how not to spend too much time cooking. That's so right. The hosts Stacey and Megan are two food professionals and busy working moms who get real about feeding kids, tweens, and teens. And sometimes they even talk about how to feed themselves. Yes, they did an episode on how to turn nachos into a legitimate family dinner, for example. Um, I also like their episode on the magic of meatballs. Stacy and Megan, the nice thing about them is they've interviewed guests ranging from Food Network stars to everyday mothers, and so they're very relatable. They really do make cooking easier and much more delicious. So go find uh, Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you listen to your podcasts, and not before we explain one last question on defrosting. Uh, okay, well, this last question is one I never thought to ask, but once you hear it, uh, you wonder why you didn't think about it before. Okay, well, what is it? So if bacteria die from heat, say in boiled water like you had at the buffet, where do their corpses go? So the answer honestly, is nowhere. They're still there. Uh, often the bacteria have broken up into smaller bits and they float around. So eventually something will eat those bits of small bacteria. For example, your immune system. Really? You're saying they go nowhere? Yeah, if you are strictly talking about boiling water, then the bacteria corpses stay in the water. That is why staged filtering is superior to boiling. If bacteria load is high enough in source water, then their corpses can act as a contaminant despite being dead. If they're not filtered or dissolved from the water, then it can still make you kind of sick. Wow, so people really do get sick this way. Yes, yes they do. This happens with E. coli, for example. The bad strain like O157 produces toxins that destroy your GI tract, kill them, and, well, there's still that toxin left in the dead cells. You'll get better, but you just won't feel like it for a while. It's also true with other bacterial infections like Lyme disease, I believe. So when we sterilize our utensils in boiling water, are you saying that they are not completely clean? Well, yes, if you have a higher bar for clean. So say in a medical setting where when sterilizing surgical utensils for things like heart surgery scalpels, there's actually a second step called depyrogenation. Depyrogenation. Yeah, yeah. It's a big fancy word, depyrogenate, basically meaning take those bacterial corpses and reduce their remaining structure to a point where they can't and don't trigger an immune reaction anymore. Well, thank you for that. I learned a new word today and a lot about defrosting. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Uh, Also tell us if you enjoy the podcast we recommended, Didn't I Just Feed You? Uh, We'd love feedback on that too. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.